Welcome to the Comic Sauce Podcast, where we talk comics and comics culture, presented by Cape and Cowell Comics. I am Henry Liu, and today I'm joined by the man known as Rainier. Rainier, how you doing? How am I doing? Whatever it takes, Henry. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. <laughs> That's a nice uh, theme for the episode, uh, because uh, we're going to deem the theme of this episode to be the death watch because death looms around the corner for us. Uh, Today is Wednesday, April 24th, 2019, and uh, some big shit is happening this weekend. So this weekend we see the release of Avengers Endgame and... It sees the release of Game of Thrones, Season 8, Episode 3. So I don't know if it was planned out this way, (laughs) but uh, we're looking at the potential for a lot of major character deaths, right? Uh, So call it what you will, maybe a little therapy session, a counseling session. Uh, But we're going to talk through this a little bit because... Personally, I have a feeling in less than a week, uh, we're going to be without a lot of our beloved characters in these respective universes. Well, I feel a little comforted knowing that Marvel and the comics universe, no one really ever dies. This is true. Game of Thrones, like, death is death. (laughs) Well, usually, yeah, but even... In GOT, we've seen characters come back to life, Jon Snow being the most significant, right? One character of that entire universe. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And uh, there's that dude who keeps coming back to life over and over again, right? Two characters (laughs) of that entire universe. (laughs) And maybe more in the future, but I I get what you're saying. Uh, With Marvel, especially in the comics, uh, characters don't really ever die. And yeah, in the movies too. In the movies, many uh, characters have cheated death. Um, But in terms of, you know, immediate impact, shit, this weekend, it's going down, right? Uh, So a lot could potentially happen. Do you think Endgame's going to end on a really sad note, considering Infinity War ended on a really somber, sad note? Uh, That's a really good question because I did want to talk about that. So first off, there will be no spoilers whatsoever. (laughs) Because we don't know anything. (laughs) Well, number one, we don't know (laughs) shit. Nothing has actually released, right? We're all talking about what's coming. Um, But uh, even from the perspective of of trailers and advertising and toys. um, By the way, I think you're the only one that hasn't seen like the last like handful of trailers for Endgame. I am one of few. So I'm made the decision to really try to steer clear of everything, which is a total 180 from Infinity War because I was on the full hype train last year, watching the trailers, checking out the toys, like researching stuff online, analyzing theories. I'm like completely removing myself from that this time. I'm not sure why even, but I've made that decision. Um, So if we could not get into too much of the specifics there. That would be cool. Um, But, you know, a theory is not a spoiler. So we can talk theories. We can talk about who we think might live or die. So we're specifically talking about no Rotten Tomato scores. Oh, hell yeah. No rumors. 
I mean, a rumor. Maybe uh, depending on who it came from. Like if it came from someone pretty legitimate, maybe. Like Mark Ruffalo? (laughs) Yeah. So let's stop that conversation right now. (laughs) But just some rando fan, something you or or I thought up, you know, I think that's fair game. Uh, But let's go back to your question, though. Uh, Do you think this will be a downer of a movie? I do not think so. I'm expected to have a fully uplifting, triumphant ending. Um, That's my expectation. I think they're going to take all the somberness and the doom and gloom from Infinity War and turn that upside down. That's my expectation. What do you think? I think everyone's going to hug at the end of the day. Everyone's going to be happy. Yeah. Now, that doesn't mean that there won't be some sacrifices made. That doesn't mean characters won't die, right? Uh, so You know what I'm also wondering, too, yeah. is I wonder if the end credit scenes, like mid credit scene, post credit scenes, considering how long this movie is going to be, it's like three and a half hours long, right? It is long. I almost wonder if the post-credit scenes are going to be even longer. Like Ooh. the payoff of all the end credit scenes we've seen in the past, they're going to have. <laughs> it's going to be like its own, like thirty-minute miniseries at the end of the credits. Will they be longer? Will there be more? Will there be like oh, there's, three? There's definitely going to be more. <laughs> you know it. You know there's going to be more. It could be. It could be. Um, so yeah, let's just get down to business here. Uh, we're, we're, uh, deeming the theme of today as death watch. Death watch is a thing. That's a term. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, 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 oh, for sure. I've, I've been sticking to Deadpool since Deadpool. Since, since Deadpool. Yeah, there you go. Deadpool. I like that. Uh, death watch. It's funny you mentioned Deadpool because, uh, there's the possibility we could be seeing some of the Fox properties show up here, right? Deadpool or the X-Men, right? The Simpsons. <laughs> the Simpsons, the planet of the apes, the alien. Uh, you know, who knows? Uh, but, um, yeah, why don't, we, why don't we go into that? Do you think there will be any significant character deaths in this movie? If so, who? What do you think? Well, let's see. Let's look at it through the perspective of continuing to ride a money train and to continue to sell toys and merchandise. That's a pretty safe bet right there. I don't think they're going to I don't think they're going to let's see. Let's see. I don't think anyone's going to have a gruesome death, I'll tell you that. Yeah, shoot. This isn't Game of Thrones. I mean, no. this is a PG-13 movie. A lot of kids are going to be watching this movie. So, yeah, you know, we're not going to see something like a Negan-style death, right? And I I certainly don't think anyone's going to get dusted again. Presumably not. Yep. Well, let's see. Let me ask you this, actually. You know how, okay, this is, uh, so at this point, everyone's seen Infinity War, right? So we could talk about that, right? Sure. So when Loki dies in Infinity War, would you consider that a gruesome death? Man, you know... In the context of the MCU and, yes, non-R-rated content, hell yeah, that was gruesome. That was a brutal death. I was not expecting that to go down like that. Yeah, I wonder I wonder if they're going to push the envelope with with any characters dying. Yeah. Or if I, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know if anyone's <laughs> going to die, honestly. Yeah. So maybe nobody? 
mean, it's possible. It's it's, possible. it's a very safe bet that they would play, right? <laughs> yeah. But the Russo brothers had given us so much in Infinity War. That's also my biggest worry is that I know you've stayed away from the trailers to help keep realistic expectations for this movie. Yeah. Man, expectations are so high for this. Oh, yeah. I mean, just look at the ticket sales. I mean, it was bonkers. So, yeah, there are definitely high expectations all around. And I think they reached like a record limit with the number of pre-sale tickets oh, it, for yeah, Endgame, it, it right? Oh, yeah, broke records, no doubt. I don't ever remember that happening before for any previous Marvel movie, or any movie for that matter. Yeah. Well, if any characters jump out at you, let me know. But let me, let me go into what I think here. I'm kind of with you. I don't think okay. it's going to be this big free-for-all. Like, Infinity War saw the death of a number of characters. I mean, you could argue a lot of characters, but I think we can safely say now that the dusted characters did not die. Um, but look, even not counting that, we saw the death of Vision, Gamora, Loki, and Heimdall, right? I mean, that's, that's a lot of characters dying, right? beloved characters dying. So kind of in the line, in the vein of what I was saying earlier, I think they're going to kind of flip the script. I think they're going to take the downerness of Infinity War and just bring a a really uplifting, triumphant movie here. Uh, So yeah, I kind of don't think there's going to be mass death here. Now, Now, that said... I feel like it would be a total cop-out if nary a superhero (laughs) dies in this movie, right? Um, So what I'm driving at here is kind of what I'm dreading. I love Captain America. I really hope he doesn't die in this movie, but he's my pick for the character to die here. Uh, Let me talk about that a little bit. Is it because of his uh, social media context? That's part of it. There was, a, there was a finality in that tweet that Chris Evans wrote out. So that's part of it. That's certainly part of it. Another part of it is I feel like a lot of characters in this universe have been teased to die. You know, Hawkeye, War Machine, Nick Fury. There, there are a lot of characters who really kind of cheated death, right? Or you were set up to think they were going to die, but they didn't die. Rhodey. Yes, yeah, War Machine, exactly, right? Uh, so I, I think it would be pretty lame to actually kill someone they've teased. So I'm kind of like barring them out, right? And look, Captain America is, he's the guy who has always been willing to sacrifice himself, right? Uh, to, to, uh, to save the day. Wait, I think they all have. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think in particular, Cap is that guy, right? Remember in Avengers where he was kind of calling Stark out for not sacrificing himself? You know, that's because uh, Cap is, he's the guy who, who does this. You know, in, in his first movie, he, he, he jumps in front of this little kid to take a bullet for him, right? And we, we see this throughout uh, the MCU movies. He's always uh, been willing to sacrifice himself. You, well, know? you don't consider uh, Tony Stark publicly giving his home address to the Mandarin uh, a sacrifice? Oh, well, I'm saying... Uh, or we don't consider that movie. There's, there's a character okay. change, you know. He started out being very narcissistic, um, but then through the course of the first Avengers movie, he sort of 
acquired that self-sacrifice mindset, right? He he is willing to take that nuke into outer space himself at the end, right? That's the ultimate sacrifice. Oh yeah, right, point, right. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, from day one, Cap is this guy, and he hasn't done it yet. Like he hasn't killed, he hasn't let himself die to save the world. And I think we might see this moment in Endgame. So I, I actually think just yeah. Captain America has a softer spot in your heart. That's why I think you see it more with Captain America through your perspective. Mm-hmm. Because I think everyone has made some amount of sacrifice. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. I agree. I mean, really, it is in a superhero's nature to lay their life on the line, right? Um, and yeah, maybe I'm a little biased. Uh, but I just feel like the guy who really ultimately embodies that sacrifice he hasn't really done it yet. So it would seem kind of fitting that he would truly sacrifice his life to save the world here, to save the universe. Mm. Uh, so that's my pick. First to go. You know, I don't have a list. <laughs> maybe I should tell you who maybe I want to see go. <laughs> oh, that's an interesting question. So like, like I said, <laughs> my pick is Cap, but he is absolutely the last guy I want to see die. But are there characters that you would like to see die or you wouldn't like to see die? Oh, man, this is tough. Let's see. <laughs> Who could I do without? <laughs> I can start with one. Okay. Uh, so. Can I guess? Uh, yeah, you can, you can guess. Go ahead. Would, you guess, would it be Ant-Man? Oh, no, no, no. no. Okay. I wouldn't say Ant-Man. Um, Although along those lines, um, uh, Hawkeye, this is an interesting pick because... Uh, oh, you'd get rid of Hawkeye? Well, <laughs> you know, pre-Endgame, I- I've never found any kind of value with this guy. I mean, in the modern world, who really needs a guy who can shoot a bow and arrow, right? Um so yeah, I, I've never really needed this guy from Avengers to Thor to Avengers 2 to Civil War. I mean, I just could do without him, you know? I mean, I love Jeremy Renner, but like this character, in the comics too, I just kind of never needed him. So yeah, I could do without Hawkeye. Interestingly, you know, we're not gonna talk spoilers and we can't really spoil anything, but this character does go through some sort of transformation in Endgame. Uh, Yeah, he gets an awesome haircut. (laughs) Maybe he's not really Hawkeye anymore, so he's cooler, I guess. Uh, We all all know what he becomes. What's that? We all know what he's going to be named. (laughs) Yeah, we know. The toys spoiled the hell out of it. We've seen the freaking toys. If you've seen the pop figures, if you've seen the Legos, (laughs) you've already been spoiled. We we know the name. But basically, um, he does seem kind of cooler, but bottom line is I kind of... I've never needed man. This you know guy. who I feel about the, You know who I feel just the same way about, and I really hate to say this because she's like the only female representation of the Avengers before Marvel, Captain Marvel came out. Mm-hmm. The Black Widow, like I yeah. feel like she had. It, I feel like I feel like her character took such a backseat in all the movies. Like it's it's kind of messed up. Yeah, and I wish they would have put her a bit more in the forefront. Yeah. Yeah. To, you know, even the playing field a little bit, you know? Yeah, I know what you're saying. I definitely know what you're saying. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, the MCU has done a great job really creating and developing these really likable characters. So there aren't many characters that, that 
I'm like, oh, let's, let's get rid of them, you know. Uh, so testament to the writing, I think, and the storytelling. Um, but uh, well, why don't we why don't we pose the other question? Are there are there characters in this movie that you're like, uh oh, like I really hope they don't kill this person off, you know? <laughs> like your favorites, you know, any any favorite picks that you're a little worried about? I mean, the original five, really. Like I'd hate to see any of them go. Yeah. Well, hey, that that brings up an interesting point because the the original five happened to be all not dusted, right? Right. Uh, so we know that you know they're the ones who are going to at least initially going to be tackling this incredibly tough situation, right? Um, they're the ones who are going to be interacting with Captain Marvel. We saw a little of that at the end of that movie. Um, but it just so happens that this group of actors, basically all of their contracts are up. <laughs> so um, who you are deeming as the most beloved are probably in most danger of dying in this movie, right? Simply because of, of uh, actor contracts, right? So when you say dying, are you referring to like they're going to actually just kill them? <laughs> or are you talking about they're going to graciously walk off the storyline. Well, that's a great distinction because when I say these actors' contracts are up, yeah, it doesn't mean that their characters are going to be killed off. I mean, traditionally in like television shows and stuff, that is very common. Uh, but yeah, that doesn't. We, we don't have to see these characters die. I mean, they, they. I mean, they could walk off into the sunset. We never see them again, but they're still alive, right? That's definitely possible. Um, but look, just the likelihood of an actor whose contract is up, the likelihood of their character dying is higher than someone like Tom Holland or Chadwick Boseman, you know, th these actors, right? You know what I'm saying? Uh, so just throwing it out there. Yeah, the way I see it happening is that these guys aren't going to die. I think what's going to happen is they're going to have some graciously written story where they walk away, they part ways. Yeah. And, you know, they'll be like, see you later, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and what's going to happen in the future is they're still going to live, I think, in the universe by, like, talking about them. Like, that's mm -hmm. how they're going to continue to live on. And who knows? Maybe they're going to – I think maybe they'll make cameos here and there. You never really know. Yeah. I mean, I think I, – I mean, I don't know what the life of an actor is like, but I'm guessing uh, a cameo is much less of a commitment than – like, you know, a, a trilogy contract, right? Right, and right. so it can be fit into a schedule probably a little bit easier. Yeah. I mean, oh, you I never know. Totally, I could see that, you know. And that's very much in line with comics writing, too. We see that stuff all the time, right? Um, and, you know, an actor I'm thinking of who would totally do stuff like that is Robert Downey Jr. You know, wh whatever his contract status is, if he feels like popping in a movie as Tony Stark... He would be up for it. The studios would be up for it. Everyone would love it, right? Uh, so that's why I don't think he, he's not on my death wish, uh, death wish, death watch at all, right? <laughs> uh -huh. um, because I do think he's so game to be Tony Stark for the rest of his life <laughs> that uh, I, I just don't see anyone wanting to 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 burn that bridge. Yeah, you know, yeah. All right. So, any other uh, end game thoughts before we move on to GOT? By the way, do you like how they 
part of the advertising campaign is not to spoil the end game. Oh, is that right? Yeah. <laughs> I've been so detached from it that I haven't noticed that, but I think that's cool. So the Russo I, I brothers, yeah, the Russo brothers wrote like this this uh, this one page letter to fans saying thank you for your commitment and you know continuing to like stick with us, but please don't spoil the movie for anyone else that hasn't seen it. That is cool. They did the same thing with Star Wars. I think I think one of Star Wars' ad campaigns was you don't want to spoil this. Like it was in like big <laughs> block letters when that commercial hit. So it's nice. interesting that they're actually aware. I mean, I know they're aware of it, but like having to, you know, keep it in the curriculum of like the advertising campaign. It's really yeah. interesting. That's cool. They know there's just a bunch of dicks out there that just can't wait to spoil it for everybody. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You know, maybe that's what we need. We need a, a voice of authority to tell those trolls out there to, to stop messing with us, man. You know, stop spoiling shit. Seriously. Okay. So, uh, on to Game of Thrones. Now, whereas Avengers Endgame is more along the lines of family entertainment, PG-13 territory, Game of Thrones is certainly not, right? So, I mean, just look at the history of the show. A lot of major characters have died. They've died gruesome deaths. They've died unexpected deaths. So a lot can happen this weekend on Game of Thrones, right? Mm -hmm. uh, any thoughts about who you think might die? <laughs> who you I think, think I, might live? <laughs> what's going to happen? I think this is the complete opposite of uh, Endgame. I think everyone's going to die. You kind of get that feeling, right? I think so, man. I, yeah. think, I think whoever's going to sit on the throne and its finality is going to be a kingdom of none. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. How could you, uh, man, how can you have a clear cut winner here? Because. Well, I mean, basically everyone currently at Winterfell is in deep shit. I mean, there's, there's just no two ways about it. Right. Um, but maybe what we can talk about is who is in the most deep shit. <laughs> uh, any thoughts about like the most likely to die this yeah. Sunday? I man, so we talked about this on our uh, on our Slack channel. Okay. And I don't know if you saw my note about it, but I'm thinking we were talking about who's. I think the topic was who's going. Who do you think is going to be the first one to die? Because so far, it's been oh, very much it's, it's been very much a reunion episode of sorts. The yeah. first episode of this season mirrored essentially what it was like for the first episode first season mm -hmm. and you see people come together a lot of people coming together for the first time since season one a yeah. lot of people coming together for the first time ever yeah uh man the last episode this episode two it really felt like an it, it i felt like i was watching um the breakfast club <laughs> <laughs> yeah because everyone was coming to terms with well i guess this is it yeah so let's just do what we want to do right and everyone just started confessing everything and i mean there's a lot of like heartfelt connections oh, yeah and everyone was just being super honest yeah so yeah i mean no one has died yet and so the big question is who's going to be the first to die mm -hmm. and in my opinion mm -hmm. As much as I'd hate to say this, uh, I think I think Daenerys is going to be the first one to die. Oh, interesting. Okay. Because if you consider like war tactics, right? Yeah. Like, 
wouldn't a strategy to be wouldn't a strategy be to go against your strongest and then everything else falls mm. that's essentially the strategy that Jon Snow is proposing when they're preparing for the white walkers to attack Winterfell yep to go after the night king yes right um and the thing about Daenerys is that she's saved the day so many times in every season like she's had so many comebacks too right she's she's the one where in every season there's that like cheering moment of like yes this payoff is awesome yeah yeah and I think her time might be up, man. Mm. Uh, I mean, she seems like obviously the most, she's the most obvious to sit on the throne. Wait, we, we're talking about spoilers now, right? Oh, for, for past uh, episodes? I mean, for this, uh, for this. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the episode hasn't aired yet, so we can't spoil it. But I mean, episode one and two. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, three. yeah, why don't we give a spoiler alert for episodes one and two of the current season? Okay, so, yeah, go ahead. So, yeah, so Jon Snow was given the bomb of information that he's Targaryen. Yep. He's part Targaryen, part Stark. Yes. Right? And so he then laid that news upon Daenerys, and Daenerys is like, well, I mean, the look on her face was like, well, the throne's mine. What are you talking about? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Right? Um, Yeah, that's a good point, you know, and I would add to that, in episode one of this season, there was uh, the dragon flying date they went on, you know, um, a very oh, the, the avatar moment. Yeah, a very <laughs> happy moment between John and Daenerys, which, as we know, spells certain doom. Um, they were happy. They were chilling by the waterfall and they were giving each other love eyes and all that, you know, and, and I saw that. I'm like, oh, shit, one of these people is gonna die i just have that expectation now you know Mm -hmm. and of the two daenerys seems to be the more likely person to die for the reasons you mentioned but also kind of the theory i had earlier about characters who have cheated death you know we talked about nick fury and rhodey you know it would be super cheesy to me if Jon Snow cheated death, and then they just kill him here, Again, right? Yeah. It'd be uh-huh. f- super corny, right? But if they did it to Daenerys, that'd have some serious shock value. So I could see that happening. I think they're going to go big. I don't think they're going to ease into it. I think they're going to go really big and just shock everybody. If it's not Daenerys, I think it's going to be someone that's equivalently equivalent, equivalently bigger. Okay, wow. You're, you're swinging for the fences here. I'm almost thinking they might save the biggest deaths for later i mean it's getting late into the game if you think about it too we're already a third of the way yeah i know i know um i just can't envision a character the caliber of daenerys dying i mean it could happen but i just don't see it my list was a little bit more secondary characters but you know significant nonetheless Uh, but i do like that pick i think I think she's going to die eventually. Maybe not this weekend. Um, but I think she's going to be eaten by the ice dragon. <laughs> well, I could see that too because, you know, I could see Daenerys feeling kind of safe, you know, up in the air, riding a dragon, flaming these white walkers, and then out of nowhere, this ice dragon appears and she's like totally taken by surprise and she gets yeah. taken out like that you i know, can see that you know yeah. how i see it happening <laughs> good how i see it happening is somehow the ice i forget the name of the ice dragon the ice dragon is gonna 
take down Daenerys on one of the dragons she's riding, and they're going to be in a position where the ice dragon kills one of the other dragons, mm. and then straight up eats and feasts on Daenerys, and then it <laughs> evens the playing field with ice dragon and Winterfell's dragon. Oh damn! <laughs> you got you got some dark thoughts going, man. Oh, but yeah, I like we said, this is Game of Thrones. Uh, we sh- not only could we see major character deaths, but possibly very gruesome deaths too, right? So, I got to call out a few of my picks though, because after that last episode, there there are some characters who are like, oh, they're fucked. <laughs> you know, I have to say, Lady Brienne is in deep trouble <laughs> right now because. Um, you know, another, uh, aspects, another aspect to characters dying is characters who have completed their arc. You know, um, I, I look back a little on uh, the death of Glenn on Walking Dead. You know, Robert Kirkman talked about it a little bit, and he mentioned how oh, they're thinking of keeping Glenn alive, um, and it, they didn't have to follow the comics. Right. They're like they you know, they, they were having conversation like, oh, no, we don't have to follow the comics. So why did they ultimately kill Glenn? He said there was really nothing else to write for this character. He kind of came full circle. Ran his course. Yeah. He became a leader in the group and there wasn't really much else to do with him. Right. So that's why I'm calling out Brienne here. Like she had this great moment in episode two where she was knighted mm. by Jamie Lannister, right? This guy who she seems to be like totally in love with. She was super happy. She had this big smile on her face. And uh, kind of along those lines, <laughs> like what else does she need to do other than die a heroic death, See, right? I think, I think they're going to throw complete curveballs everywhere. Yeah, I, I think, wouldn't be surprised if something unexpected happens. I think, I think something's going to happen where they're pitted, where Jamie and Brienne are pitted in a situation where one of them has to kill each other. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going really dark here, man, because I'm thinking that's what they want to do. And I think it's going to be shock and awe. I think uh, that's what's going to happen. Uh, I could see it. I mean, it is Game of Thrones. And you know what? You know what, too? You know what? I don't No, I don't think anyone agrees with me. I, I kind of don't agree with myself either. What's that? But I think I think somehow Cersei is going to be the hero of, of this <laughs> of this war, of this situation for, for her okay, yeah. strategic gain in some way. But she's going to be somehow found as like the unlikeliest of heroes. It's possible. I mean, she's so despised, right? Can yeah, you imagine yeah. if suddenly she turns around and somehow saves the day? Somehow. Knowingly I mean, or mistakenly? She has the resources. I mean, she has Euron Greyjoy's fleet. She has this uh, golden company, right? These hired uh, soldiers. Uh, so, yeah, I wouldn't put it past her to do something like that. And what I'm also not looking past are all of the previous characters that have died because they can essentially be resurrected by the White oh, Walkers. Oh, okay. So okay. I'm, I'm curious to see if that's going to if that card is somehow going to be played. Oh, so you're talking about characters who have died but could reappear as undead? Right. Okay. <laughs> that would be cool. Yes. That would be pretty badass. <laughs> um yeah. And you know, it probably is worth mentioning that um, Melisandre, the Red Witch, um, she is still out there, right? And she has revived Jon Snow, right? So um, it is possible we could be seeing characters who have died and then come back to life. That's uh, in the realm of, ex- of possibility, yeah. right? Uh-huh. 
Uh, so uh, before we go on to too many tangents here, uh, any other thoughts about uh, uh, characters who might die? I mean, uh, they're all gonna die. <laughs> I think <laughs> by the end of the season, I mean, we could see like, like a lot of death. But let's let's stick with just this weekend, just this Sunday. You know, any other thoughts? I'm sticking with Daenerys. Daenerys. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Who I mean, else? who else? Let's see. Um, I mean, just go ba- based on the last episode. There are a couple, a couple other names that I have to throw out there. I mean, they're almost too obvious, but I think Theon Greyjoy is absolutely on that list, kind of along the lines of what I was talking about with Brienne. Like, here's a guy who is really despicable to the Starks, and he has been making amends, right? And very notably in the last episode yeah he's, he's on he's on the comeback tour he's really trying to make up for past sins right and he volunteered to protect bran and it's totally being set up to have him sacrifice himself to save bran i see that going down big time die with honor to die with honor and like like what i was saying before that would complete his character arc and there wouldn't be much of anything left for him to do. So, yeah, I totally see that happening. Mm. So, Theon, yeah, watch out. He, we kissed his junk goodbye years ago. And uh, <laughs> now, we can, <laughs> now we can kiss the rest of him <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> that's, that's the way I see it. Where do you think Tyrion sits in all of this? Do you think he's pretty safe or do you think he's well, on, the, on the chopping block? So, shoot, man, Tyrion, another major, major character. And, again, I can't see that major of a character dying yet but the fact that they're hiding him in that crypt oof. oh did i tell you about my crypt thing oh no no go ahead so <laughs> going back to being able to reanimate the dead you notice how they kept talking about the crypt is safe we want everyone to go yeah that's non-combat in yeah. the crypt yes now if the white walkers can resurrect the dead wouldn't that be the most dangerous place to be because who's going to be guarding that yeah absolutely yeah bad news man yeah like it's a false sense of security like Daenerys was like I need you you know we don't want you on the front lines Tyrion you need to be hidden away right I mean that was almost the kiss of death man like that could spell the end of Tyrion Um, I'm gonna say I'm not gonna pick him just because I just don't see it happening Yet, and not, not to say he won't die before the season's over, but I just don't see it happening yet with him. And you know what I think about Tyrion's death, too? I think, I mean, he's clearly the smartest guy in all the Seven Realms. Yeah. I think his death is going to be by accident. It's going to be the <laughs> dumbest death, I feel like. It could be. The irony of that, I feel like, may potentially happen. Yeah. Uh, potentially with Tyrion... But uh, th- that's a good point. Like, there are so many characters in this universe. And, yeah, I think a whole lot of them are going to die before the end of the season. And the way they're going to die, it could be very uh, diverse, right? We could see accidental deaths. This really kind of, you know, um, ridiculous deaths, heroic deaths, accidental deaths, like all this stuff. We, we could see this happening, right? Absolutely. Hey, you think we're gonna see any more hookups? Like we got Ooh. Arya and uh, uh, what's the name? Oh, Gen- uh, Gendry. Gendry. Yeah. Gendry. Yeah. I don't know. I think. You think we'll see Jamie and <laughs> Brienne finally? 
I think if it was going to happen, it would have happened. I, I think the time for that is over. It's over. It's over, man. It's game time. Oh, one it night is game only. time. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I think it's going to be like a lot of action from here on out. That's yeah. the way I see it. I sure hope so. Yeah. I think that's how it's going to go down. I mean, there might be a bit of a lull after this major, major battle. Uh, but I, shoot, there's not much episodes not many episodes left so just the amount of minutes left it's just time's ticking man um i gotta call out uh gray worm and misande they're in deep doo-doo as well <laughs> you know uh it's a little bit of a cliche but anytime you see characters making plans for the future in a television show that's not a good sign <laughs> um anytime you th- start to plan for the future it's just yeah it's the death knell dude and that is exactly what they did in episode two both of them right now will they both die in episode three i don't think so i kind of see it as uh one or the other and in this case it's probably going to be gray worm uh, so he's on my uh death watch list as well um, yeah, with these characters, I feel like they wouldn't kill them both because the impact wouldn't be as great, right? If one of them dies and the other is still alive, left to grieve that death, that's impactful, right? So I see Grey Worm dying and Misande grieving and maybe uh, getting motivated by that death to, to do some big things later in the season, yeah? So I, I see that happening. But shoot, like you said, like pretty much every everyone you saw in episode two is on the chopping block. Like Davos, Tormund, who do you Arya. Think, who do you think's gonna take? Who do you think's gonna take the throne, if any? I mean, it seems like way too obvious. But you know, Jon Snow, of course, he's uh, he has to be considered. You know, he's got the Targaryen and Stark blood. I mean. That is the the definition of what this show is all about, right? Fire and ice, right? Uh, so I could see that happening. He's also one of not many being very sensible about this whole thing, right? Because a lot of characters, including Sansa and Daenerys, they're thinking about the throne. They're thinking about controlling the Seven Realms and everything. Jon Snow is thinking about the survival of the human race. Yeah, that's bigger where, picture. That's what I would be doing. You know, let's stay alive all together first. Let's deal with all the other stuff later, right? So I think Jon's pretty smart about about that whole thing. Um, but uh, my pick for a while now, like for I think a few years now, has been Bran Stark. Mm. I mean, he's got he's got superpowers, right? He can warg shit. Um, so th- he's kind of been my pick for the Iron yeah. Throne for a while. I think a Stark on the throne would be satisfying. They've just yeah. gone through so much. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, do you think that? Oh, so you you brought up, you posed the question for Endgame: Will it be a downer ending? Do you think the entire series of Game of Thrones would end on a downer note, where no human being actually sits on the throne? It's the Night King who ends up sitting on that throne at the very end. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think they're going to give us yes. <laughs> I think they're going to give us the most grim ending ever. Yeah. yeah. And I know not everyone's going to love the ending, man. I think I, I, everyone's going to have their criticism. They're not going to be able to please everybody. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, it definitely would be in the spirit of the show for them to have uh 
a downer ending absolutely uh so yeah we'll see what happens and even before you know the grand finale of the series uh this episode this coming episode three um get ready man uh yeah get get the get the kleenex ready <laughs> get ready for tears <laughs> I have a feeling either it's going to, I feel, I feel like it's going to go either way. It's going to be where everyone is just obliterated and there's going to be a whole, like all of that society is going to somehow be rebuilt where the throne is just completely thrown out of the picture. Mm -hmm. Or there's going to be one person standing. That's going to be, you know, the, the, the king of nothing. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I, I have a feeling that, they're not going to wipe the entire universe of all human beings because that would basically kind of paint them into a corner where if they wanted to tell, like, the future of Westeros... Well, we do have prequels. They do have prequels lined up. Prequels, yes. So there's a reason why they don't have <laughs> anything in the future lined up. I'm just saying to leave that open. You know, to leave that opportunity there, they would have to at least leave some human beings alive, right? I'm also wondering if George R. R. Martin is just completely tired of this. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. You haven't heard too much from that guy, and I have a feeling he's kind of done with it, you know. He's going to turn into the Alan Moore of HBO <laughs> at some point. Yeah. Yeah, the showrunners have really taken over as the voice of Game of Thrones. And, yeah, you kind of get the feeling that old George is... A little tired of it, right? Okay, so any last thoughts on uh, on any of this business? Whatever it takes. <laughs> Whatever it takes. And winter is here. <laughs> yeah, man. Now, do you think that, well, do you feel nervous at all? Like, are, are you, like, <laughs> I'm more concerned? No I'm more nervous about some idiot, you know, blabbering some spoiler okay, amongst yeah. both than anything, really. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah. I'm, I've got a pretty open mind on this. I mean, okay. I know the Marvel train is it's going to still continue. Like, it's still going to run full steam ahead with new properties or whatnot. Yeah, that's I a mean, good attitude. That man. franchise has made so much money, it would be dumb for them to not continue that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and then Game of Thrones, we know this is like, you know, at least the lifetime of this show, we know that there's a there's going to be, it, it's I mean, for the most part, there's going to be a definitive ending. Yeah. Yeah. So am I nervous? No, I'm not nervous, man. That's I think I think what I'm also most nervous about is just the payoff, not not meeting expectations. You know, because mm -hmm. there's there, there, there's a it's a huge hype train, man. Yeah, hey, that's a good point. Well, first off, that's a really healthy attitude about character deaths. I mean, shoot, these are movies and TV shows. It's not real life, right? So, <laughs> you know, it's good. It's a good perspective to have. To have. Um, but yeah, second off. You know, uh, the quality of this, you know, that's where if you're going to be nervous about anything, maybe that's it. Like anytime you have like these kind of expectations for anything, you're kind of setting yourself up to be disappointed. Right. Uh, so, you know, yeah, I, right now it's hard to imagine like Endgame being a shitty movie or this coming episode of Game of Thrones being like, oh yeah, ho hum, meh, right? Would you, would you see? Would you have thought that before we watched Age of Ultron? Oh <laughs> well, look, suit. I mean, in, in retrospect, 
I'm like, eh, I'm totally not a big fan of that movie. But like leading up to the movie, like there was n- not a possibility in my mind that that would not be great, right? So yeah, you never know. You never know. So we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. All right. With that, we can wrap up the episode. This is farewell from Rainier and Henry. <laughs>